0: my name is Yorim, and you're listening to the big daddy gaming review of monster hunter Rise. developer is capcom publisher is nintendo the release date is march 26 of 2021 and the version reviewed is 1.1.1 1. Rise is the latest entry in capcom's ever so popular monster hunter franchise on the switch it is the direct successor to monster hunter generations ultimate and totally revamps the timing rpg game Timing RPG, I hear you say, yes, where well, there is a lot of action in Monster Hunter Rise, and you're always at the center of it, the games aren't action RPGs. Button meshing won't help you, in fact, it will be a downfall, because timing is everything. Each and every action in Monster Hunter games takes up some time. Attacking with your weapon, drinking a health potion, or gobbling down a steak, so tasty, take up a distinct time and can't be cancelled. That is, once you start an action, you will have to see it through, without a way to stop it. Now imagine you're you're mashing the attack button over and over again, only to see that your target starts preparing to breathe fire upon you. Panicking, you press the dodge button only to find out that the game will not let you dodge before your attack sequence is finished. That means you'll nicely dodge away burning. Again, timing is everything in this game. That said, let us delve into the world of Monster Hunter now. After a very detailed character creation sequence, beginning with your own avatar and then spending time on your two first hunting buddies, a palamudi riding doggy and a Palego cat creature, you find yourself in the beautiful village of Kamura. You are a novice Monster Hunter and Kamura needs you. You see, the Rampage, a stampede of monsters, threatens to overrun the village and you are their main force of defense. Connected to the Rampage and feeding of it is Magna Mallow, this game's poster creature. Stop the Rampage and defeat Magna Allo to save the village and perhaps find out why it's happening. Now, how do you do that? In true Monster Hunter fashion, you simply get good. That means you start learning the ropes in Kamura's new training area or set out on training quests if you have never played a Monster Hunter game before or if you want to try out a new weapon. If you are a veteran or feel ready for the real thing, hop over to the village's quest counter. Quests come in different varieties. First there are expeditions. Here you can explore a location and gather plants, insects, minerals and so on. These quests have no time limit, so you can use them to learn the lay of the land. Beware that there are still small and large monsters around, so don't go in unprepared. More on that later. Then we have optional subquests, of which you can select up to 5 to fulfill during your expeditions or real quests. These quests might be to collect honey 3 times or to hunt 14 smaller monsters. This is a huge difference to previous Monster Hunter games, where subquests were tied to an individual quest. Now they aren't and you can use as many quests as you need to fulfill them and collect their rewards. Finally, we come to the regular quests. These give you a target monster to hunt, that means killing or capturing, to slay, that means killing, or to capture, and a time limit, usually 50 minutes. You'll notice that some quests have a small red diamond next to their name. These are key quests, of which you have to clear a certain number to receive an urgent quest. Your clear rate is always displayed at the quest counter. Successfully return from an urgent quest to advance to the next level of more difficult quests and progress the story. To hunt monsters you need two things, a weapon to deal damage and armor to not get hurt. And this is where the addictiveness of the Monster Hunter series comes from. You see, you hunt monsters and take the spoils of these hunts like horns, teeth, scales, guts and so on to create better weapons and better armor only to hunt more ferocious beasts. Then you take their spoils and I think you get the picture. With 14 different types of weapon and countless different armor sets to choose from, you have every opportunity to flesh out your hunting style. Speaking of style, every armor set does not only sport a different look, but gives you different skills. To be more precise, each of the five different parts that make up an armor set offer different skills. For example, attack boost. These skills stack, so if you wear a helmet with a certain skill, and also chainmail with the same skill, you will have that skill at level 2. Wearing a complete set of armor will offer an additional bonus as well. This is one of the quality of life changes for Monster Generations' ultimate to rise. No more calculating skill points. We have talked about armor, let's talk about weapons too. Hunting stronger monsters means that you have to deal more damage. To do that, upgrade your gear or get a new weapon at the smithy. A Weapons damage is a combination of its raw damage value and either elemental, fire, water, ice, thunder, dragon, or status, poison, sleep, blast damage. As each monster is weak to a different elemental status, you need to pick your weapon accordingly. Luckily, you can see all your options in a skill tree for each weapon. Ready to set out? Not yet young hunter. Before you set foot into one of the five different locales, have a meal. You can't fight on an empty stomach. No, seriously, having some bunny dango before a hunt will up your stamina, necessary for evading and wall running, and health, necessary for survival during a hunt. Also, the meal will grant you special benefits, for example a quicker sharpening time. And you will need to sharpen your weapon quite often for optimal monster slaying. Now you're ready. You can take on monsters on your own in village quests, or together with friends or random strangers in hub quests. All quests are sorted according to difficulty from 1 to 6 stars or hunter rank 1 to 7 Quests up to hunter rank 4 are low rank, from hunter rank 5 and onwards are high rank. High rank quests have stronger monsters and result in high rank spoils, allowing you to craft high rank gear. There is no high rank in village quests. Village quests are undertaken by you and two of your hunting helpers. Your Palamutas and palicos will support you on your hunt by attacking monsters, offering heals or, in the case of a palamutter, letting you ride on its back. They're there for you and have your back. Hub quests are a bit different. Here up to four hunters, accompanied each by a hunting helper, take on the quests. That's different to before, where you could only bring a palico if you hunted together with the single other hunter. Another and more important change is the fact that hub quests now scale according to the number of hunters taking part. In previous games, hub quests were made for two hunters, So a party of four would quickly make minced meat out of a beast. With rides, the health of the monster scales according to the number of hunters. If you’re alone, the monster’ is already stronger than during a village quest. Bring a partner, and its health doubles. Bring a third and then a fourth hunter, and the amount of health rises each time. Lucky us, it also works the other way around. When a hunter leaves the quest, the monster's health is adjusted downwards again. These chains really make a difference. Speaking of changes, there are numerous quality of life enhancements in Monster Hunter Rise, from little things like having an infinite amount of whetstones in your possession and no longer relying on hot or cold drinks to thrive in harsh environments, to the fact that you'll never be without a map anymore. Also, monsters will always be visible on said map thanks to your Kahoot, a clever little old helper that reports their movements to you. But that is not the biggest change in the game. For Rise, the mountain mechanic present in previous entries was removed in favor of the wire bugs. These are little insects that let you fly through the air, giving air-attack power to all weapons. They also let you bind and then ride monsters, so you can find one large beast by controlling another large monster. Dealing huge damage was never that pleasant before. It's no secret that the locales of Monster Hunter games are carefully designed both visually and auditorially. Rice doesn't disappoint. In fact, it is the best-looking and best-sounding entry on the Nintendo system so far. The new RE engine does wonders on our little hybrid console. The environments are full of life, colors and natural sounds. The Music is an orchestral soundtrack again, which deserves to be played in concert halls, and in Japan actually is every year. Each monster has its own theme that begins playing once you engage it, and fades into silence once it leaves the area, leaving you in pursuit. It's also beautiful and detailed that you'll end up simply exploring the world, nearly forgetting about your quest. Well, that is, until your quest objective finds you while out on the prowl for a meal. There are flashbugs, bugs, guard bugs, bitter bugs, and more in Monster Hunter Rise. And these are the only bugs I encountered. The game runs fine both docked and handheld. The loading times are as awesome as the nearly constant frame rate. Simply perfect. Conclusion. With all the changes and enhancements Monster Hunter Rise is the best entry in the series so far. It successfully opens up to new hunters by being more accessible without dumping down complexity or difficulty. Instead it streamlines and eases new hunters into the field. Rose. Lots of quality of life enhancements. Like the possibility to have a meal in your camp, to change the weapon and armor in your camp. There are sub camps, once you've discovered them, and you can just hop onto a quest without needing to find a room first. Great performance, sound, and visuals. It's Monster Hunter. Cons The difference in difficulty between village and hub quests has gotten even bigger than before. Verdict It's perfect. My game of the year.